The International Association for Near-Death Studies presents NDE Radio, a weekly exploration of near-death experiences and similar encounters with the other side. Now, here's your host, Lee Whitting. Welcome to NDE Radio, brought to you by IANS, the International Association for Near-Death Studies. I'm your host, Lee Whitting. In our church, we follow the tradition shared by many Protestant and Catholic churches of Sunday readings from the Bible according to the lectionary. And this past Sunday, the Old Testament reading came from 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. It's about how God spoke to Samuel and how Samuel at first didn't get it. It seemed to fit our show how God speaks to and through the at first startled and sometimes confused NDE-er, so I thought I'd read it to you. Now the young man, Samuel, was ministering to the Lord under Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel, and and he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli, because he thought it was Eli calling him and said, Here I am, for you called me. But Eli said, I did not call, lie down again. So he went and lay down. And the Lord called again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the young man. And therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood, calling at other times, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant hears. The reading put me in mind of the surprise end years experience when they suddenly are being spoken to by the Spirit and how the power of that sharing can instantly change the direction of a person's life. A few minutes after that reading, who should come through our church door but today's return guest, Robert Osgood, known to his friends as Oz. Oz was a successful electrician working in Maine when, at age 54, he went through open-heart surgery and afterwards was administered IVs of Versed chemical to which he's highly allergic. He suffered a sustained cardiac arrest, multiple organ failures, and a four-day coma, during which he experienced a number of OBEs and NDEs, which he describes in our past shows of August 22nd and August 29th of 2016. And in this show, we hope to discuss, um, among other things, the power within the increasingly vast community of NDEers, um, that Oz has discovered out there and how you can tap into that wealth of spiritual insight. Oz, welcome back to NDE Radio. Well, good morning, Leo. Always be always good to be here. Uh, excuse me, but my sinuses are backed up hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it dropped down I, I, into the 30s here. Uh, I, I guess you and Dave were talking about that. It was really cold here in the north uh, today. I know. It, it's amazingly uh, cold out there for, for this time of year. For June. Well, well, anyway, they say there are no coincidences, so I figured you were meant to be on this show today for sure. Since your multiple experiences in 2012, you've gone on to explore 
a huge number of NDE contacts available through the internet, such as discussions, uh, discussion groups on Facebook and the like. So, uh, I was wondering if you'd tell our listeners how you came to be in touch with all that, all that, uh, information out there. Well, it all started, uh, just me looking to see, you know, what else was out there that I could relate to. I mean, it, I realized there had to be some NDE type groups. Uh, you know, this is before I even really even heard the term NDE. So I, I started thinking, I said, I can't be the only one. There's got to be tons of us out there. And I just started, uh, I think I started out with Google uh, and just checking for anything on the subject and found out uh, a couple of Facebooks right off quick, which would, at that time, years back, were in their infancy. They were just starting to catch on. And they were small groups. And now if you were to go to a Facebook site and go into the search bar and type in NDE, you're going to pull up dozens and dozens of sites. I mean, it's uh, expanding rapidly, uh, and it's understandable. I mean, so many people uh, either are an NDE or, or know some and want to follow us and, and love hearing us share our stories. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm also a co-administrator of one of the sites, uh, along with a group of three other great people. And uh, we're just starting to grow. Uh, we're around a thousand and, and, and growing. As a, it's a recent startup. And I've noticed uh, a, a fellow uh, NDer just started hers a few months back, and uh, she's small but growing. But she made a post on it uh, right along, right out of nowhere, almost on the same subject we're talking about now. You know, how how she's dealing with it and uh, how she's trying, struggling to try to explain it. Because we all pretty much agree the words just aren't there. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. we, just, we just do the best we can with the uh, restricted English language that we have. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I've often thought what what it would be like if all the prophets who wrote in the Bible could have talked to one another as if they lived together at the same time on earth. You know, what if Abraham and Moses and Enoch and Samuel and Isaiah and Jeremiah and Daniel and et cetera, et cetera, from the Old Testament and maybe John and Paul, throw them in from the New Testament, if they could all all have been in touch with one another. And then, you know, you realize that that's the situation we have with NDEers today. They're all talking and sharing their gifts and, and mainly over the Internet. Well, in, in that way, social media has been a blessing uh, in in many ways it is, and obviously it's got its downsides like any kind of media. It can't all be positive. But uh, it opens up you know, a pathway for us to uh, be able to get out there and reach other end of years or people that love to follow us uh, and share with them. And, and I know I'm very grateful. I've, I've had the pleasures of getting to know several dozen new people over the past couple of years that way, you know, mm. getting to know them well, talking with on phone or chatting with them privately online. Uh, fantastic people. And uh, it's people, you know, let's just for happenstance say that none of this ever happened and I didn't have the cardiac arrest. I would have never met all these great people I've had the pleasures of meeting. That, that wouldn't have been in my life. So right. as, as bad as an NDE on the face of it can seem, it's actually also a huge blessing because so much of the world that I never would have saw has opened up to me since. And, and I, I am very grateful. I, oh, gee, I met you that way. <laughs> you know? Well, that's true. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Although that's we, we, we might have run into each other at the hospital, uh, but nevertheless. 
Well, well, I mean, but it starts too with your with your amazing experience going down that uh, that tunnel and into the light and and uh, uh, walking a path, walking those paths with Jesus and having that conversation. So your story is a, is particularly intriguing, I'm sure, to the to the other NDEers you talk to. Well, we do uh, uh, obviously some that you've gone on to interview uh, after I, I recommended them as a really good candidate, and you did, and I'm, I'm thankful you did. And I've got to talk to them, and it, 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 we we seem like we've known each other all our life, you know. Mm. And it's like I've just really got to know this person, getting a glimpse of their heart. And uh, but boys, we could just talk for hours and hours and hours. And it's it's a give and take. I mean, we're talking. About, it's not just one person, you know, taking over the call. I mean, we we give and take. Yeah. And uh, it, it's so refreshing to hear some so many comments, you know, something that we all experienced pretty much along the same line. So it, it, even though we may all tell our story differently and everybody pulls out the word unique, uh, it's just because we're all just so unique. <laughs> and no mm-hmm. two are going to be, if, if, if you've got two end of years in the same room and, and you isolated them and they each told a story, and they told the same exact story, then you know something's wrong. They were in the same experience at the same time, <laughs> you know, because that's, that's the only way that would be possible. So expect them all to be different, you know, because you'll see some uh, feedback here and there. Well, so-and-so didn't say that in his experience, you know, and I said, well, okay, so he was at a different time in a different place at that mm. moment, you know. And so it's going to be different. It's a variety, you know, because uh, a lot of people need to understand that Heaven isn't a fixed object. It's not static. It's dynamic, uh, just like the world here. It's constantly changing, just like the world here. I mean, look around you. Changes are going on everywhere. Uh, and, mm. and technology's contributing to a lot of that. Electronics, you know, the fact that we carry a computer in our shirt pocket now, you know, I mean, a, a smartphone or a tablet or a laptop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, also the thing is that with the uh, NDE experience, I mean, if if everyone had exactly the same experience of heaven, there wouldn't be any need for this show because yeah. it would be a, totally redundant. Every week would be the same thing with a different person speaking. But these uh, these experiences are so personalized. I mean, yours is is it was designed for you, and I think that's true for all of these uh, experiences. Well, uh, he. He knew, uh, and that, that's something that everybody, you know, who hasn't had an NDE but has followed them, has to realize that if someday they have an NDE, one day they're going to get there one way or the other eventually, but say by an accident or something happens to them in their future, and they uh, don't go in expecting yours to be exactly like the last one you heard, <laughs> yeah, mm. for that same reason, because yeah, exactly. it is evolving, and, and they are different from me. They may have a different theology or upbringing or whatever. Uh, and, and take a lot of what you used to think and throw that out the back door. Don't, don't, don't cast it away, but just put it back in the backstage because you're about to see it from a whole different angle, uh, you know, firsthand. And, and that's, that's what, you know, confused me because I've already, you know, hearing some people say, oh, well, they must have imagined this or it's the brain playing tricks on them. I couldn't imagine something of this caliber if I tried. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of vivid imagination. So uh, it was not what I expected. You know, it was much better. And and that's something that everybody has to realize. And, and once they realize that, they can get a much better grip on why 
we have such a hard time trying to explain it to others ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, finding the right way to phrase it, you know, so that we don't goof up and, and get it wrong. Uh, and that is hard. I mean, that's a task, you know, because you've heard of my struggles for the several years. Sure. Uh, as, as I work to put this book together, uh, it, you know, because sometimes I, I, I am digitizing it now. So, yes, it is advancing. It's, the book is moving forward. And uh, as I type it in, you know, so it's in a digital format and taken off paper. I'm, I'm, I'm at, I find myself edi- editing it. Excuse me, because my throat's clogged. <laughs> Real bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what, um, Oz, um, now they have done polls, and they've figured out something like 770 near-death experiences happen in this country alone every, every day. When you've got that many people having these experiences and many of them going on to, as you did, get on the Internet and share with one another, you see some path down the road where this might have a, a real impact on non-NDEers and, and the way the world is going. In other words, or is this a spiritual experience that's so powerful that it could change things, change the way the world is for the better, well, hopefully? That would be the ultimate outcome, uh, and obviously something we strive to help do, each and every one of us, collectively, uh, across the globe. I mean, this is how I just got another uh, email moments ago before the phone rang from Australia. Uh, and it, that's what I'm saying. It's not limited to here in the United States or England or even Africa. It's it's everywhere. This is going on. It, it, and I've noticed in the past you credit a lot of that to medical technology, and the, our ability to resuscitate a patient or someone, you know, in deep, deep uh, medical problems. And, mm-hmm. yes, that obviously has a lot to do with it. Uh, people that are being able to be revived, you know, many years ago, they probably wouldn't have had that chance to revive. But uh, I, I think God himself has a big hand in this. Uh, uh, he wants us to come back and share this story uh, because, ultimately, the change is what he seeks. Because when we look at the world, the bigger picture, the globe, yeah, there's problems going on big time in a lot of places, you know, locally, nationally, and globally. Yes. And it's like, what did we learn thousands of years later? We're still making the same mistakes. Mm. So, so many end of years are happening, the 700-some-odd-plus here in the United States alone. And, yeah, probably another 100 in this country and thousands in this country uh, every single day. Uh, so... Not no no one of us can accomplish this this massive goal, but collectively, maybe in time we can help change the world. Uh, well, that story that story I read about Samuel in the Bible, I mean that there was God talking to one person, and uh, you know, it, and actually enacted changes in Israel on account of that contact. So if so, one person can actually make a big difference. But if we could. All of us get together uh, with the power of, of numbers and say, "Look, that what's you know the the direction of this world and and you know the the greed and the and the materialism and so forth that motivates most people is is so um, trivial compared to what we're we're expecting to see on the other side uh, that maybe we could change the spiritual direction of the country." Well, I mean, like I said, that is that is the ultimate goal. Uh, it's not something that I say is impossible. Yeah, it's very possible. 
but it's, it's, it's going to take an awful lot of time and everybody collectively, one person at a time. I mean, uh, obviously, as you know, ND Radio on its, on, its, on its own, along with INs and many other groups, are helping to grow it. And it, the more it grows, uh, the, you know, uh, for many years I thought, oh, world peace, never going to happen. Not at the way things are going, never going to happen. Well, actually, now it's not really, it doesn't really seem that totally impossible. It is possible. But the changes all have to happen, and it's going to take time. It's, I don't expect it to happen overnight. But over the years to come, uh, let's hope so. Uh, because yeah. we all know if that doesn't happen, it could have a very bad outcome. Uh, there's no two ways around that. Uh, exactly. So um, that, that, that is the goal. And, and you see that if you go to one of these, uh, like uh, obviously our ND site or any of them, there's, like I said, there's several dozens of not several hundred. I don't even know how many there are. There's that many of them. Hmm. I belong to over two dozen. Uh, I only administrator on one, but I, I like to pop around on some, see how they're going, see some of the new posts. And then what do you know? I get to meet another new end of year. You know, people just starting to talk about their experience for the first time. Uh, because it's like, a, as you know, where you're yourself an end of year, it took you decades. <laughs> you know, mm. uh, I just talked to a guy that he had his 55 years ago. And he's just now talking to it. He said he tried to talk to it back in the 1960s when his NDE first happened, and everybody thought he was totally nuts. You know, it's like, oh, man, this guy's losing it. And that's yeah. understandable. I mean, but now society has become much more open to it, much more open-minded, and at least willing to hear you out. Uh, that doesn't mean they have to believe everything you're saying. At least they can hear you. Uh, so they have heard. Mm. So that that's... That's the way it has to go, I mean, for that to happen. You know, uh, like when I write this book, uh, I don't care if everybody buys it. I just hope they all read it. And then if they put it aside and never read it again, well, that's the way it goes. But at least they've read it. And, and that, that's my biggest goal. You know, everybody says, well, why, why aren't you hurrying up and getting it done? You can't rush this, <laughs> you know. But in publishers contact them, we can increase your sales. We can publicize you here. And I'm not really concerned about sales. I'm concerned about distribution. Everybody, as many people as we can, read it and read the other NDE books. I have read none of the NDE books, so I have no idea what they're like. But I have heard from many that have, like yourself and uh, good friends of mine that aren't NDEers, but they follow us and they love hearing from us. And I've heard what they've told me about other people's books and how, how beautiful the book was, you know, and how it helped them. Uh, yes, and, and there's always uh, there's always an after and afterwards after the experience and how it how it influenced their life and their family and not always for the good. I mean, sometimes bad things came out of it. You know, they w could no longer do the job that they'd been trained to do, or they, their their families found them <laughs> uh, so different that they couldn't stay with them anymore. But but for the most part, it's very positive and very strong and um, inspiring. Really inspiring. Well, yeah, you say the job that we, you know, especially my scenario is a perfect example there. You know, I'm, I, as you know, I am disabled. I can no longer do the electrical work that I loved doing for over four decades. So I miss it. Yes, I miss it, but not to the point where, gee, I wish I could just get all better tomorrow and start doing it again <laughs> because I'm enjoying my life in this current moment. 
you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like, okay, well, well, I hit a milestone in that field. Okay, so that's done. Well, let me change directions here. Uh, I'm not really sure where I'm going, but I'm loving it all along. So it, it is a different world for me now, not, you know, being out on the, in the field doing electrical work somewhere or running a project or something like that. And then now it's like, well, what do I do today? <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, hey, Oz, have- let, let, let me ask you, you're part of a um, an NDE Christian group online. Yeah. Uh, have you encountered any um, non-Christian, um, well, let, let me not put it that way, uh, NDE groups that are centered around other religions? other religions of jewish or muslim or hindu are there any there groups like some. that out there I, I i haven't frequented i have popped by and just looked at them mm-hmm. and obviously i'm not from that religious background so it doesn't really resonate with me but i'm sure it does with people of that religion i'm sure it does but uh, they are out there yes oh yes oh it's not yeah. just limited to uh, christianity Right. Uh, there are some sites, in fact, the biggest one here in the United States, which I, I can't say it's anti-Christian or anything, but they don't like any uh, post that's, you know, applying to any certain religion. So that way that there's no uh, defaming any different religion. That, so they just don't allow any. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they like if you go there and say you post a picture of Jesus or you talk strictly about Christ, or something like that, you might get it pulled. And it's one of the largest ones here in the United States. That's the one mm. I've told you about several times. Yes. Uh, and a lot of the members of our Christian site are also members there, because you also get some very, really good posts there. So it, it, they just you just can't sit and quote Scripture from the Bible there all day, or it's going to get pulled, because you're now right. favoring a certain religion. And they're trying to be open, open to all faith, that way not singling out any particular theology or any type of religion, but everybody. Yeah. So it, it sounds like they're discriminating, but actually it's just the opposite. They're, they just stay away from that. Right, uh, because there have been so many, um, well, r- religious wars in the world, in the history of the world. And, right, you and know, that's why and, I say, what that... have we learned? We haven't learned anything, and we're still making <laughs> those mistakes they were making thousands of years ago. Yeah. And a lot of wars are religion-based at the core. That's gotten yeah. corrupted or distorted, because what religion would we sh- would support all-out war? I mean, uh, uh, well, yeah, there may be some, unfortunately. But they shouldn't, obviously. I mean, that's that's clear. Yeah. Uh, and in, your, in one of your conversations with Jesus, you said that he thought the world was, that we were behaving in a barbaric way. I remember that phrase, and uh, it certainly seems to be true. Well, that's, in fact, that's along the lines that we were conveying at that point when he said that. And at first, it, it, it did shock me. But, mm. you know, obviously then I thought about it, so wait a minute, he was spot on. When he's looking at the world, we look at the local community in the local area. He's looking at everybody. And it's like, why are these conflicts still going on? And then at the root of it, a different religion, you know, because their religion doesn't agree with this religion, they're going to go to battle uh, when they all should be on the same page. Doesn't mean they have to be all exactly alike, but just on the same page. And, yeah. and it all comes back to what the first thing you hear from any end of year, and I, I've met several, and it is one of the first things you hear, is about love. And it's not just love for, 
you know, like in a romantic setting, it's love for everybody. Uh, at least treat everybody fair, you know. And that that's where the problem exists, right there, is in that, you know, people refusing to get along. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, no, this is our way, and we're not going to do it that way. Uh, that's the biggest problem. And one of the one of the real uh, pleasures of going to, for instance, an IONS conference or or another group's NDE conference, is uh, when you're in a room full of people who've had near death experiences or who are very interested in, in the subject. There's a there is a almost an electricity in the air. You know, there's 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 this camaraderie that you you you've had this experience, you've shared um, with other people, and um, and you, um, it's very, it's, it, it, it's, it just, everyone's tuned up a couple of notches on account of it. And, uh, I know you haven't been to an IONS conference yet, but I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing you there at, at some point in time, because I know you'd get a lot out of it. Well, they would bring one of the next conferences closer to the Northeast instead of <laughs> out, uh, you know, in Colorado now in Washington. Uh, maybe the next one will be in, maybe in New York or, or somewhere closer. Well, next year, <laughs> next year, next year in Philadelphia, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, I haven't been to Ions in a bit, so that that must be something they've uh, recently announced. Yeah, so maybe we could head down there together if we get, you know. Well, that I just might be able to do because uh, I would love to go and and be in a room full of other NDEers. Just it's so uplifting. I, I it know is. it is because just talking with them is. You know, and once we start sharing and communicating back and forth, it's like, yeah, wow, okay, and uh, it's great. And it, it, I mean, it, everybody always says, well, it's a blessing, you know, or you have blessed us. And I said, what you need to realize is, is you've also blessed me in return, because that's what's going on. I mean, it, it's a blessing that just in in two directions. It's not all just singular. Uh, and, and to be in, you know, as you've had the opportunity several times to, into a large group of, uh, where they're all meeting and all having a panel or whatever and all talking about it, uh, and just feeling that energy in the room. I mean, uh, be a fly on the wall. <laughs> I would love to be a fly <laughs> on the wall in a lot of those. Uh, as you know, I, I'm looking forward to an up, upcoming call with Howard here real quick. And, uh, you know, I, very, I, I look forward to it and I'm told he looks forward to talking to me. And that's just because it's an end year talking with an end year I mean, mm. all along. Uh, Howard Storm is did did a couple of wonderful interviews on our show. Y- yes, not he did. Too long I, ago. I got the opportunity to hear those and uh, really loved listening to him talking about his experience. And I do. Uh, I look forward to talking to him, you know, privately uh, any day now. Uh, probably maybe sometime later this week. For all I know, hey, basically, mm-hmm. you know, talking with his uh, wife. You know, he's a busy man, obviously, now, because he's getting contacted. I understand what he's going through, because look how many people are trying to contact me, and I'm an unknown. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I haven't even written a book yet, and Howard's well-known for his books and his speeches that he's given. Uh, and so he's getting even way more contact. And, I mean, our phone rings here all day long. Emails, like I said, one just came in just before the call came in. Uh, and that person just wanted to know if they – I'm trying to reach – the one that Ozman that just had an, an NDE, obviously she thinks the interviews she may have heard were just recent. Those were a couple of years ago. Uh, and so, I, you know, I'm going to email her back after I get the chance to tell her, yes, you've contacted me. But she was like, yeah. uh, I hope I've gotten the right person. If I haven't, please forgive me. I'm sorry. 
you know, so I want to write her back and say, no, don't be sorry, you've contacted me, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure Howard gets flooded with incoming contact as well. Uh, While we're on that subject, Oz, before we run out of time, how how can people get in touch with you? What's the best way? Well, uh, yeah, I've given you that email in, in previous interviews. It hasn't changed. I still have the same email. But I I do request if people want to contact me, I, 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 I welcome all the contact. I'm grateful. But please be patient because I'm way, way way right. behind I'm and that's 2017 on email return osman50 at gmail.com isn't yeah. that right yeah okay o-z-m-a-n 50 just to just to load down your uh, email <laughs> with a, with a, <laughs> As if I'm with not a few thousand more <laughs> so much well, uh, if I happen to go through the email and I contact them back briefly just to say yes you've reached me I won't forget you. I'll get back to you, and that's it. I make I write a real quick one just to let them know that they were successful in contacting me. But well, that, patience is patience must be there. Oh, Oz! Unfortunately, we are once again out of time. Um, so thank you very much for being on the show with us today. Always a pleasure. And if uh, the audience would like to hear this program again, or and I would certainly encourage you to go back uh, and and hear the initial. Um, interviews we did with Oz back in August of uh, 2016. Uh, you'll, it's an amazing story. But we have more than 240 programs to date. And uh, so just go to our website at nderadio.org. For more information about IANS and the upcoming Labor Day weekend annual conference in Seattle, check out their website, iands.org, and be with us again next week, 11 a.m. Eastern, for more NDE Radio. This is Lee Whitting saying... Thanks for listening.